All right, welcome to episode four of Comedy Keys. We're sitting down today with Nelson Velasquez, who is the leader of the Los Improviachis and director for a Northwest Indiana improv team called the Tony Stanzas. Hey, Nelson, thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me out. Happy to be here. Uh, so the thing that uh, was interesting to me about your uh, background is that your instrument of choice for music directing is the guitar. Uh, and like I said, the name of the podcast is Comedy Keys, sort of giving a bias towards piano away already. Um, but that's something that I wanted to learn a bit about. So why don't we start with your background? How did you get into music in the first place? Uh, so musically, I the first memory I have of a uh, of music is when I was three or four years old, and there was an electric organ that would overheat in my room. And I remember there was a book, uh, and it had colored. It didn't have notes. It had colored numbers on it. And I noticed that there were numbers on the keyboard. And so I would push them and follow along the book and figure out these songs. So that's how I started. Yeah. Uh, but more formally, pretty much been playing since I was uh, at the end of fifth grade, uh, going into well into college, into even until now. I've done, uh, I started on trumpet. Uh, that, was my, that was my first instrument, and I still love it. And uh, then uh, sometime in high school, I wanted to uh, pick up chicks. So right. I learned guitar, uh, and that became my main songwriting tool. I uh, never did pick up any chicks with guitar. <laughs> uh, so then, um, you know, and I've learned a lot of other instruments along the way, like drums, keyboard, uh, bass. Uh, I have a theremin. I have a washboard. I have a, um, a violin. I have a flute. Uh, so lots of different instruments, uh, but I would say I'm most proficient on trumpet and guitar. Uh, those are my two main ones. Cool. And how did you, uh, when you were learning guitar, what was your approach to learning that? Because I feel like there are, you know, different ways people learn different instruments. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a story of itself. Uh, so uh, originally, I'm gonna grab my guitar here. Uh, originally, I had my my friend and I were in a rap group. Oh, wow. uh, we were called the Flyboy Brigade, <laughs> trademark. Yep. Uh, and the Flyboy Brigade, uh, we decided we were gonna be different than all the other hip hop guys. We had a four track Tascam recorder. And we decided we were going to be different because we are going to throw rock into what we did. Little did we know that rock was already like massively done right. in, uh, in rap. But um, basically, when I first started, uh, this is the very first song I ever wrote. So basically, I learned to bar the frets um, across the way and just play something like... We did that over and over right. again uh, for four minutes, and I wrapped over that. And um, so I went with that, and I, I got a chord chart, and I learned all the basic uh, first chord precisions, you know, make those sound nice. Yep. And then uh, and then I started um, to be more formal with it by watching TV and playing along with TV jingles. Uh, so Taco Bell, um, <laughs> Taco Bell and I, we got along really nice. I don't remember how to play it, but like it sees Taco Bell commercials all the time, and I'm like, oh, fifty nine, sixty nine, ninety nine tacos, and I'd play along with those, and that kind of gave gave me like a hey, maybe you can actually do something with this. So then I started doing a bunch of rock bands and did that forever, um, and then uh, eventually tripped into improv and started figuring out how to marry that love of music with improv. Cool. So yeah, why don't you talk a bit about your your improv career then? Like, how did you how did you get into that? How did that uh, 
And how did music come into that? Okay, so 2004, at the end of 2004, uh, I was coming out of a rock band that had a really tumultuous uh, breakup. Unfortunately, I had booked a, <laughs> I had booked the band for a festival in Chicago, oh. and I didn't have a band anymore. So what I did is I called up two guys, a drummer and a and a bass player that I knew, and they're like, "We have no time to rehearse." And I said, "We're gonna make it up." So we just went out on stage, and every song we played was not well received, except for two of them. Yeah. And those two, like, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like we made those up. I made up the lyrics. I made up all the all the all the stuff in it, and I was like, "This is really cool." Um, maybe there's a future for this. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Um. So that that's part of the musical part that that got me thinking about it. But but more formally, uh, this is the Cliff Notes version. Uh, I uh, 2005, I went down to Charlotte, North Carolina, for a trip with my company, and ended up doing stand up by accident. I was telling a story, and noticed 30 to 45 minutes later, people were watching me, were listening, and were laughing, and they yeah. were enthralled by the story. And I was like, "Holy crap, I'm doing stand up!" And I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> So uh, I came back home from that trip. I looked up uh, Comedy Chicago Training. Second City came up. So I signed up for the class not knowing what it was. And then I attended, and history was written. I've been with it ever since then. Nice. Um, have you have you revisited the stand-up career at all? I Yes. Through through my, my improv group, uh, Los Improviachis, um, we all take uh, um, alter egos in the group. So uh, my counterpart is uh, Senora Vicente Fox. No relation. Um, and uh, we – Los Improviachis is interesting because it is very much um, – it's stand-up, uh, musical improv, regular improv, and a little bit of sketch amalgamated in one group. Yeah. And we don't know night to night which part of that we're going to use. So we have an idea of what we're going to open with, an idea of what we're going to – play in the middle-ish and what we're going to do at the end but depending on what happens in the crowd because it's a it's a very audience interactive uh, uh, show we may end up doing more stand-up for the night than we do for uh, doing musical we may end up doing more musical than stand-up just depends on the show uh and so is as everyone in the group sort of player actor musician yeah. actor everything yeah so so we're a little different because uh, everybody in the group plays an instrument whether or not it's a melodic instrument or a supporting instrument i don't care yeah. so i have a, i have a percussionist um and uh i have a ukulele player nice and then i hold down guitar typically uh, but we've had again everything from we had a bass player for a while. Um, I, I, I kid you not, I have a plan for the theremin to make its <laughs> its its uh, debut in the group. But irrespective of who is on stage, there is always somebody doing something musical yep. to support what's going on. So it's it's interesting if I have my percussionist out there. Um, it's kind of similar to um, to some of the maybe rock band stuff that you might have done, uh, you know, uh, if you're familiar with Baby Wants Candy or or any uh, improv rock musicals kind yep. of thing. So it might be me and the ukulele player, and you know, we may have something like something like um, let's see here. So, and I'm looking at the other player. She's looking at me, and I go A minor, <laughs> E, A minor. E, we're going to G, and I'm calling out all the chord progressions yeah. as we're playing, and uh, so that 
uh, it gives me a muscle because not only do I have to kind of pay attention to what's going on on stage, I've got to also take care of my fellow players. As yeah. Well. So, so is that, I assume you're all on stage all the time. All is the that time. how that works? Yeah. And so you're just literally on stage calling these things Absolutely. out and just working that into the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and with Los Improviachis, it's, it's different because we break the fourth wall on purpose. Yeah. So we, we get away more with being able to do that than I feel other improv people are because they don't incorporate that as part of their show. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I've seen – you know I, I've always wondered how bands work in, in uh, improv, right? Mm -hmm. I played a show recently that had a drummer, which was a first for me. Nice. But that's easy enough because, you know, rhythm versus melody, you know, there's not really mm -hmm. a conflict there. Let's talk about – Listen, Previacis, is that is that heavily like Latin genre influence in the music or so so <clears throat> yes and no uh, yes from the perspective of um, we play kind of we play mariachi songs yeah um, however we're we're barely at a sixth grade uh, proficiency <laughs> level there are sixth graders who can kill us on right. stage uh, with our proficiency so we will learn mariachi songs um, to supplement uh, or to support like the intro. Um, if we know there's a birthday, uh, we have got a song. You know, Las, yeah. uh, Los, Las Mañanitas, we'll play that. Uh, if there's a, a, someone getting married, we'll play certain songs. So those will be somewhat scripted. We'll kind of have yeah. those in our head. Uh, cool thing about mariachi is that basically mariachi, a lot of mariachi uh, structurally is basically one, four, five with a bunch of sevens. Okay, uh, yeah. So meaning, uh, meaning that every pop song that you might hear on the radio uh, to those listeners out there, um, we've used the same chord. So a lot of it's like uh, in the key of G, right? And so, so we'll have a, a G, C, and D will yeah. be the the chord, the the thing, the uh, the chord progression. And a lot of it is literally in three. Yeah. Right. So a so. It allows us to bring, um, be inspired by the mariachi. We understand those chord progressions, but we don't strictly stick to those. So if we're out there and we're like, oh, we have a song, we play a game, uh, I think it's, uh, we call it Los Exitos, uh, but it's uh, it's kind of like a, hey, uh, we've got a bunch of records and we get a style uh, from the audience and then we get a, uh, um, you know, a title. Right. Is that uh, CD song comp? I yeah, think something is the one like that, that. Yeah, something like that. And so, yeah, we'll go out there and then we'll be like, "Oh, remember the heavy metal song?" So we'll do a heavy metal mariachi, <laughs> what whatever we think that is. Yeah. Um, into some mariachi. So if I was to do heavy metal mariachi, I uh, definitely would go minor. Uh, and but it's not going to be one four five. It might be. Yeah. Right, add those palm mutes in there. So, so we'll throw in that mariachi flair, yep. but not stick to it to become. It's not a completely 100% mariachi show. We are first and foremost comedians, and we know that. Yep. So, uh, but but we use the mariachi tropes, and we do our best to not make fun of it. We use it to integrate it into the show. We're trying to pay homage, quite frankly. Uh, being mariachi is incredibly difficult. It's technically a very difficult thing to do. Um, but we're trying to use it to then supplement what it is that we do on stage comedically yeah. as well. And so talk to me a bit about sort of the, the mariachi culture and sound. It sounds like that's a huge thing that influences your group. And, you know, other than 
showing my ignorance here, you know, the, the folks that go around at the restaurant when you're eating or something like that. I, you know, I don't think a lot of people have exposure to that culture. So sure. what's, what's that like in general? Sure. So um, so here's a, the interesting factoid uh, about Los Improvichis. I am actually not Mexican. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually Puerto Rican and Brazilian, uh, but here in the United States, uh, I'm close enough. Um, but uh, um, the, 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 the mariachi, what we do um, is that we, we play on not only just what the mariachi culture is, but also the perception of it. So I'm going to get to that in a second. But effectively, mariachis were are used for for celebrations. So it could be yeah. anything. Normally, weddings is normally where you would see them at, but they play at funerals or quinceañeras or um, you know any big major milestone in someone's life. Mariachis are brought out, and they play these very. Um, they are kind of the storyteller. Um, Bob Dylan's of of Mexican culture and and um, so so you would get a lot of uh, storytelling uh, tale the blues kind of like yeah. the blues you know the the real life um, um, storytelling for the the D and D fans out there the bards yeah the bards <laughs> the bards of the uh, of the uh, uh, of of Mexican culture yeah. uh, through song and and um, so the mariachi. Uh, is there to relay emotion and to um, uh, tell the story that everybody can relate with and bring people together effectively. Uh, that's a very, very uh, simplistic viewpoint of it. But um, the way we kind of play with it is that, yes, uh, our job is more of like understanding where that comes from and then playing uh, paying homage to the tropes of, of the mechanics of doing it, but also we do tell stories. We also yeah. do um, uh, bring the drama that is uh, um, emotive naturally in mariachi, uh, as well as bring the comedic part of playing on the trope of, hey, I'm at a restaurant and uh, a Mexican restaurant on the north side of Chicago, and I put my head down because the mariachis are coming around <laughs> and I don't want them to play and I'm embarrassed. We play on that as well. Yeah. That's where the comedy for us kind of comes in of like, we're very in your face uh, mariachi players and we're here to entertain you, not here to take your money. Uh, although we do accept tips and yeah. we have actually gotten tips before, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, like, I, I'm not sure if I answered your question 100%, but, uh, but it's, it's, um, uh, it's important for us to not, uh, it's important for us to not be seen as, making fun of the culture because we respect it yeah. um we just may not be able and skilled enough at the moment to be able to pull it off with 100 percent authenticity we're working on it um we've been around for five years um and i'm always learning new songs or or reading up on stuff or visiting uh, my hometown of san antonio texas and going to the mariachi connection talking to mariachis and just trying to be like hey you know what are some things that you see? We'll sh I'll show them some video and be like, yeah, yeah. Well, once you try this, once you try that. So, oh, cool. so it's important for us to to pay uh, a lot of respect to it because it is not easy and it, and it's culturally, um, it, it's it speaks to me on a lot of levels. That's awesome, and it sounds like an awesome show. If you want to insert a shameless plug here, how sure. can our listeners uh, find out more? Uh, go visit uh, Los Improviachis. That's L O S I M P R O V A C H I S. Dot com. Uh, the next show that we have is going to be on the West Coast. Uh, we oh. uh, recently have been invited to perform at the San Diego Improv Festival in February. Oh, cool. So uh, we will have some warm-up shows in January and February for that in Chicago. But uh, you know that's going to be our next big one uh, out that way. 
Cool. Well, uh, hopefully we'll get this edited and out there by February so that uh, <laughs> that uh, that promo works. Uh, <laughs> great. Shifting gears a bit, uh, I want to talk a bit more about uh, sort of traditional uh, musical improv and sure. song prov uh, with a guitar. Sure. Uh, have you done a lot of more traditional accompaniment Absolutely. and things like that? Absolutely. Um, so... One of the big things that I was wondering is how does underscoring work in a guitar? You know, I know that's a big part of music directing in general, but I just haven't seen, you know, I know with a piano you can kind of float around and do a couple different things here and there. Like Fancy Restaurant is the example that we threw out last episode That's comes up all the time. Uh, how would you do something like that on the guitar? Well, I would pick a chord progression, yeah. um, softly play it, pianissimo, yep. pr- preferably. Um, and to me, what I picture when I hear Fancy Restaurant is frilly. Yeah. So what are the frills? So adding a little, you know, little little notes, little single line notes uh, in there uh, from a guitar perspective. Although I didn't do it, so it'd be like a. Something like that. Yeah. You know, and then depending on what's going on with the conversation. If the conversation goes angry, the conversation uh, uh, gets combative, then maybe I'll move to something more. Uh, so that's kind of in the key of uh, E. Yeah. So, um, or D, actually, key of D. Then, then I might go minor, you know, slow things down to let things breathe, uh, see if I can, uh, um, you know, uh, find a way that. Uh, I'm supporting the character, and then if they resolve it, go right back to the A part, right? Um, I tend to, and maybe this isn't the right way, I have not been formally trained as an MD from any of the major schools in Chicago, uh, but I've gone and done this a lot. Um, And what I've picked up a lot of is um, the sense of movement and the sense of pace or or canter. Um, So what's important for me to figure out is um, from a guitar perspective, I might do something like, um, if they're moving across the stage, underscore their steps. Oh, okay, yep. Right? And that's kind of easy for me to do because I've got, you know, they're moving kind of creepily. Yep. Um, I might throw that in. The use of the palm mute allows me to uh, have a sense of intensity. Uh, so similar to, you know, your pedals on a, on a piano. Um, oh, now it's big. So I might get that in there. Um, I try to keep that in mind, and then I try to support where they're going. If they're going, um, uh, if the the conversation speeds up or slows down, I try to go with their tempo and try to figure out, okay, what you know, do we need more or less? Uh, do I add more notes? Do I add less notes? Do I have single lines? Things of that nature. Um, I think the problem that I've seen um, or experienced, better way of putting it, on piano I can't stop. When I when I start, like, I'm like, oh, I'm overplaying. I know I feel like yeah. I'm overplaying. With guitar, it's it's different because I get to, even with the palm mutes, I still get some kind of tonality, but it's there. It's more percussive more than yeah. anything else. So I can go, I can go a lot heavier with my palm mute. I could just slide my hand, and I could get this. 
and I could keep I could keep something going without necessarily influencing what's going on, and then it could fade out beautifully, and then I can like come back in. Oh, they're moving again. So um, that's what I look for from a guitar perspective. I look for um, if it's something like a, a setting, establishing the setting, uh, trying to capture a key word based off the setting that I can either do single lines with to embellish it. That's effectively my left hand, right hand yep. kind of thing. Okay. Use the left hand or the big chords for you guys, right? Yep. Um, and then the right hand is a those kinds of uh, frilly lines that I can throw in in between the chord progression to kind of capture more of the ambiance and, and the, the small things. And then and then once I've established that, then I'm looking at what are the actors talking about, what are they doing, and what can I support with them um, with uh, something repetitive or underscoring-wise, uh, something that they can hold on to that supports their movement and the way they go about um, uh, talking to each other. I just spoke really, really long on that one. I'm sorry. No, I, that was just flowing out. That was no, out that was uh, that just means I didn't have to ask questions because uh, <laughs> my next question was going to be sort of what what what's the palette that you're working with? And it sounds like you got a couple things in there. You got the palm mute. You got the the sort of picking. You got the chords, mm -hmm. uh, that sort of thing. And that's just what I didn't know about guitar. Sort of what's the palette that you're yeah. working with? Yeah, and I think the other uh, one of the more interesting um, things about guitar, like, and, and I'm going to fail horribly at this, but I'm going to do it beautifully at the same time. Uh, fail beautifully. Um, improv. Is, <laughs> improv, right there. Um, like, for example, uh, many keyboards have harpsichord and they've got strings and they've got. Yep. We don't have that on guitar. Um, so, uh, you know, if someone is like, uh, hey, uh, big movie film score. Uh, big movie, big, you know, how are you going to translate that to guitar? Yeah. Right? Um, and I'm going to try to do that. So uh, let's say, uh, let's say I've got that. Um. So like that. I yeah. See, that was a nice failure. But, but the idea I thought that like, was great. That sounded like it could have been like a Bond movie soundtrack or something like that. Right. And try to throw that in. Um, and then getting something like, uh, you know, things happen. thing for us because we don't have we don't have the luxury of other sounds um especially on guitar um so that's always fun i get baroque all the time interesting and i can't play it <laughs> and i cannot play it uh so what you know what does that turn into uh, what would you do on on a piano uh for baroque oh, gosh i right? don't i don't even know that i know enough about <laughs> baroque to even make an educated guess that's like the really ornate right yeah like, it's super yeah. ornate like typically harpsichordish yeah um uh, you know uh it's like trills and trills stuff, I guess. right yeah. lots of trills so it's like for me it's like Yeah, and yeah. I just come up with a chord progression. I think that might work yeah. for that, but it's it's like that's difficult for me because I don't have a, a very uh, strong classical guitar background. Right. Um, sometimes I'll get eighty synth pop. Great, yeah. <laughs> great. Don't have a keyboard. Don't have a drum machine. Right. So literally, I just go.
right? And I hope that he's singing a German voice, right? Das. Das plug. Right, and, I, and I, I'm like, I'm so at like, uh, um, I'm at mercy of, of my musical improvisers of like, you guys gotta make this song. You gotta meet me halfway. Yep. Because guitar, it, it does limit you, but it also forces you to become much more creative with like, okay, what can, what's the closest thing I could think of? Um, I'll get uh, Japanese kabuki a lot. That happens. I'm sure yep, you get that a lot. Time, yep. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna come up with the most messed up chord, and then I'll be like, <laughs> scrape, scrape that pick, you know, you know, lots of you know harmonics and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and I'll throw stuff in there, but like ha- not having the, the the sound palette that piano does yeah. is really uh, it, it's daunting. Have you ever played with any like effects pedals or things like that? No, I've I've done everything I've done on the guitar. It's been acoustic. That's just really out of convenience, uh, not out of uh, not out of lack of skill. I do have electric guitar and a bunch of effects, uh, but no, I haven't done it. Uh, I kind of like the challenge of like. Can I come up with something that looks good yeah. or sounds good and just let it rip? And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, you know, but I, 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 what I tell people that I am D for is like, if you're, if you're going out for styles or if you're going for that, go with styles that have some, something that have to do with the guitar. Yeah. So that's going to be my next question is what, what styles sound good on the guitar? What are the strengths of the guitar? It's jazz, rock, and blues. Those are all. Yeah related from the same base so this can sound beautiful on guitar right so right or right we all know those right, right. um and then of course rock um i'll play my favorite riff because um, i never get sick of it so it makes real good for opening numbers. Yep. So, um, so those three are primarily the big, big ones that um, I gravitate gravitate towards, and and um, those sound fantastic on guitar. You know, what's something that you get all the time that's like. So the one well, the I, I don't think this would be good on guitar. I don't think it's good on any instrument without you know synth. But dubstep is the one that comes up all the time, right? Okay, so uh, it's a challenge. So to me, that's rhythmic. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It sounds horrible on guitar. Um, but it's but, not going to sound any better on piano right, real either. Absolutely. So. so, I mean, can I come up with something that is eerily reminiscent of what it is that was given to me and that someone can latch onto in the audience yep. uh, despite the limitations of the instrumentation I've got? If someone's like, you know, oh, I'm in the, I'm in the hills of X uh, Latino-based uh, uh, country, yep. I know I can always go with a, a chord progression of a, a minor E. Uh, and then with the GD kind of uh, kind of chord progression, yeah. and then if I just do something hand picked, I guess that's another palette item. So I've got this. And I can 
I could do all that stuff um, in there as well. Um, and I could also, so I could do, you know, half picked, half, half finger strum. Um, so I can I can have those items in there, and I can also do um, from the perspective of just having um, um, from from a, a Latino perspective, uh, you know, like if someone throws out merengue or <laughs> let's say uh, salsa, yeah. right? I can't play merengue or salsa, right? You don't hear that typically, um, and so what what I would do, like I can hear it on guitar, like the salsa is in my head. Right, so dun dun dum 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 dun 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 So uh it might literally be something like that. You know, again, trying to find something that I can I can hold on to uh that sounds somewhat similar to it, but with my limited instrumentation and knowledge, uh, sometimes you know you go for the best that you can, and depending on what's going on on stage, it might be perfect or it might not. So let's take something. I don't know if you've been throwing this uh, uh, reggaeton. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, that one comes up. Okay, yep. so uh, reggaeton is is beautiful because um, I've got this uh, here. It's uh, th the basic beat is. Right, yep. so I got that going. So okay, cool. Now I've got to evoke that without um, uh, evoke that with with some kind of melody that the singer can sing over. Um, so um, I, and again, I think a lot of reggaeton is really like is really one four five stuff uh, or one four six kind of things. So um, I would evoke that rhythm and go. Sorry. So that's a, it's, again, it's not, I'm not, a, it's, it doesn't sound anything uh, authentic, but I'm capturing the spirit of the reggaeton at yeah. that point. Yeah. 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 That's, that's one of the things that I've always found tricky is like, how do you get that percussion in there mm -hmm. with a mostly melodic instrument? Mm -hmm. um, and that, yeah, that makes sense. But you can also, as you were just showing kind of drum on the, on the guitar Absolutely. Well. And I've done that, dude, I've done that. I <laughs> love doing that. Um, uh, one of my improviations, she's a Megan Powell. Uh, she's fantastic at spoken word. Oh, so we'll get like spoken word, and it'll be like, yeah, yeah, and just supporting supporting her with whatever she's saying. Uh, like I got belly dancing once. Huh. Uh, and luckily I had a bass player at the time, so he kind of laid down like some kind of groove of like. Like he kept doing that and I just kept doing, oh, I just broke a string. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, ever, for the little like hands, hand, yeah. uh, hand symbols that yeah. uh, they wear. So I'd throw that into that. 
um, just to kind of keep that flavor uh, going in there. You know, that's another challenge guitar players have MDing. We will break strings <laughs> uh, yeah. during a show. I had a show where three of my strings broke. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, so change your strings often um, <laughs> and regularly. Uh, I had three strings break, and that made for uh, improv. Uh, well, that just about concludes it from my end. Any closing thoughts you want to leave people There's with? A there are a lot of you guitar players out there. Um, and I love my MDs on piano, but we all know that they're magical and they're unicornish. And uh, when you capture one, it always wants to break free and, and run onto a, a second city boat somewhere. Um, so I, I encourage uh, you guys with, with uh, you know some guitar capabilities, start playing with the idea of joining in and uh, uh, hit up your local MD who is a professional um, and uh, ask them for some tips and some guidance um, in, in supporting yourselves. I think we need more guitar-based MDing um, out there because there are just some – there are, number one, there's some groups that, that can really benefit from having that, like yeah. some Praviachis, obviously. But, but uh, there's a lot of material that's been written on guitar that can support a group. And then number two, there's just some things that um, – the piano player just can't make it to, or, uh, hey, I can't go on the beach with my 88 key uh, uh, piano and I don't okay. want to get sand into it, uh, whereas a beater guitar would, would, would be um, uh, just fine. So I think there are certain cases where portabilities and, and logistics uh, call for it, but um, I think we could have a lot, a big explosion of musical improv. I think we can push that even more if we start using other instrumentation. Um, in the scene instead of depending on piano, which I love and, and I'm grateful for. Uh, but I would just love to see, you know, again, I would love to see a three-piece theremin um, supporting, <laughs> um, you know, uh, supporting a, a group and just see how beautiful, you know, what kinds of other um, musical improv can we do out there. So pick up guitars and, and go out there and, and start playing. Cool. Well, let me know when you get that theremin show on the road. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, Nelson Velasquez, Los Impraviachis. Thanks for coming on the podcast hey, today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.